Reading the Kingdom, episode 145, an emergency episode, as you all know why. Get C, the F out of here. I know, clever, right? I, that was, I mean, if that's not a good dad joke, I don't know what is. Yeah, my, my wife was oh. uh, was definitely amused by that one. So That's good. Uh, good, old, good old knee slapper, man. Good old knee slapper. That's it. That's it. I, I have to be a little more creative around here. So, um, Coach and I are joining you guys tonight because... Uh, the Raiders, it's just, it, this must be nice for you. You're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of news, negative news for you with the old Jackson Mahomes Sr. riding dirty down the highway in Texas. Didn't but kill anybody. That, didn't Not going yeah, to jail right. for, I mean, I think it's probably, I think it's a felony at this point because it's his third. But nonetheless, they'll get it figured out. I'm sure it'll get dropped. But he didn't kill anybody. So we're good. Uh, so beat good. the Raiders and again on that. And it's not your quarterback. Not your yeah, quarterback, not the DUI. It's, it's, so there you go. It's it's that's not going to be a distraction to Patrick Mahomes. He's got to deal with Jackson, so that's that that ain't nothing. Enough, uh, right. But yeah, yeah, we just landed in Vegas not that long ago. I don't know when we're going to your practice facility to start practicing. Probably tomorrow oh, after the media day. Knock it off enough. And uh, yeah, I don't. They probably got one side of the room there for your Luke Getzey. Um, when are they doing the interview with him or the introduction? So I don't think it's not an official signing yet. Like Penn has not been put to paper. Um, but as we all thought that Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the offensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders for 2024, from what we've heard and from a few of the Raiders beat writers who jumped on the news well after the fact, um, that there was an impasse in contract negotiations. So he still owed a considerable sum from the Cardinals. There's some dispute. I'm wondering if they wanted to, like, hey, you're already getting paid by this organization. Why should we Probably. give you, you know, if you're getting 20 from them, why are we going to give you 10, 15, 12, whatever? That, that's that's ultimately why, I mean, more so than this, but I think that's ultimately why you ended up with Pierce and even talk to Harbaugh or anyone else is because you're paying um, Chucky John- and you're paying, paying McDaniel. So you have to, I don't think they've released Antonio Pierce's contract figures yet. He deserves to be the coach, but I'm saying that there's, I think there's, Probably a little bit to do with that. Uh, I know Cliff Kingsbury, I think, just officially got announced as the uh, <clears throat> offensive coordinator for Dan Quinn as a commander. There's some implications on that long term for maybe that franchise, too, that we can talk about at some point. But, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I think Getsy, you know, that that takes you out of the – Running for fields, most likely, which is I'm glad. Something- I'm glad you didn't call it the Justin Field sweepstakes because some people are calling it that. Um, not a sweepstakes. By any, you're, by any stretch you're, of the you're not. You're not a huge Fields fan. I'm a little bit. I like him a little bit more. I got a lot riding on him, um, dynasty league wise <laughs> in my fantasy. Uh, also, I have a number two pick, but that's besides the point. I think Fields, with the right <clears throat> offensive coordinator, has the skill set to be. Um, a very good dual threat quarterback. I think he's got some intangibles. He had some good games last year. I know his overall resume isn't great, but there's been a lot of um, yeah. It's definitely not great. Yeah, no, it's not great. I mean, I'm not I'm not arguing that fact. I just think that you know sh- the situation he was in in Chicago wasn't great. But Lou Getzey coming to uh, to the Raiders makes me think. What are his ideas quarterback wise? Good, good with the, good with rushing offense, but um, gotta have a QB. So who knows? So I mean, my my take on it is a lot of people are saying, "Oh, great, you know, what's Devonte Adams going to think? He wanted this dynamic offensive coordinator." 
Devontae Adams supposedly was part of the influence to bring him back to the Green Bay Packers. So he was with the Packers with um, Big Mike. Big Mike was fired. They brought in uh, Michael Floor, Matt LaFleur, excuse me. Mike is in L.A. They brought in Matt LaFleur uh, after one season. They convinced uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams supposedly convinced LaFleur to bring um, Getze back into the fold, passing game coordinator slash QB's coach. And in 2019, they had a pretty successful offense. Um, you know, that was another year with the NFC championship with the uh, 49ers and all that didn't really work out. So I think that if we were, and I think I said this on Twitter, if we were getting directly, we were getting Getze directly from the Packers. I mean, you just said, oh, he just worked with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams now Raider, perfect fit, great. But no, he then was eventually released by the released by the Packers, um, went to Mississippi State supposedly for a little trial runner, or actually that might've been the other, no, that was the other um, break. That was the first break after, after Mike, then he went with Florida green Bay. Then he went to the, the bears. He did two seasons with Justin Fields for fields, his second and third seasons, obviously just not great. And um, the, the popular opinion on Raider nation and Raiders Twitter and social media that you probably saw is that he's from the Shanahan tree. No, 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 he's not. Um, if you watch the bears at all, why would you? Cause they, they weren't fun to watch, but, um, you know, obviously uh, a lot of RPOs, a lot of with Justin Fields, obviously a lot of read options, a lot of shotgun, empty spread offense. So while they said that they think the, the Raiders, you know, wanted a vertical passing game, that's why I was a little confused on um, that. We went with Getsy Cause I don't, I don't think we would describe the bears as having a, uh, a vertical passing game per se last year and they did what they're going to do dj dj Moore did his thing i mean i don't think they were i don't think they were terrible i think we automatically associate the bears with just um absolute garbage for lack of a better term they obviously finished their season a little bit better than most people are expecting but um yeah i mean they had they obviously had the number one pick last year they traded it uh you know they would have ended with the they would have had the ninth pick this year uh, and they have the ninth pick. I'm just saying that, like, if they didn't also have the first pick from Carolina, they would have had the ninth pick. So, obviously, an improvement from from being the worst team in the NFL to you know having the ninth pick in the draft. So that's that's an improvement. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like the uh, the Eberflus thing. You know, they didn't really have before. You know, more came over. Who was their best offensive it was, weapon? It was Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney was their guy. I mean, it, it, Montgomery was their best, and then he left. Yeah, but I'm saying the plan was Darnell Mooney was going to be the 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 wide receiver one, and then you know they went and got DJ Moore, and their yeah, running game so, wasn't anything wasn't anything terrible. So you know there's some potential there, but it's also not even the same Shanahan like wide zone uh, running scheme. It's completely different. Um, so people, we could dispel that rumor here on the show that it's not. He might have had some Shanahan influence from Matt LaFleur, who is a, a true Shanahan disciple, um, so to speak. You know, old McVeigh to Shanahan, you know, all that stuff. Um, but it's a it's a different system. But like like you said, the, there's there's glimpses of, of hope in certain things that you watch with the Bears. That's why Bears fans are also optimistic this year. Um, but it's just going from, you know, I think it was hopeful with Zach Robinson. Then Cliff Kingsbury, and you're like, all right, not great, but not bad. 
as long as it's not like Luke Getze or uh, Chip Kelly or something. And um, and then here we go. So, yeah, it, it's just it's just a uh, just a real sudden turn of events, and it's kind of like people are you know they think that which I think you could kind of, oh, hold on. We had a comment here from one of our regulars, Aaron Jensen. This is a loaded coaching staff. Getsy will be just fine. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, loaded, I don't think you're necessarily... loaded Aaron. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you got, you got Marvin Lewis in there now, now as the assistant head coach, to be honest, I, I don't, I don't know what, what, what's going to make uh, you happy. I don't know what's going to make you happy. Uh, oh, you I know, think... what's going to make me happy. Number five. Yes. Uh, Mr. Daniels. <laughs> Uh, offensive coordinator. I mean, if it was Eric Bieniemy, dude, I would have been happy. I would have been happy. With yeah. Bien-Aimé. So I mean, I'm on a I'm on a different uh, I'm on a different level. You know, I've been in this. You know, my team's been in the Super Bowl two years in a row. So is Matt Nagy the greatest offensive coordinator of all time? Absolutely not. Came from Chicago too, right? She's, but who's he working Chicago with? Chicago was garbage. Is back. I think he obviously has some uh, some reins over the offense. It's, I think it's obviously mostly. I think Reed, but nonetheless, give Matt Nagy his props. He's he's got them playing a lot better than they were uh, earlier in the season. They got the right rotation and receivers and everything like that. But what I'm saying is, is it a lot of it? I think really just comes down to the head coach. Uh, they are Raiders are they're going to be a very good defensive team, and you need to have a competent offense. I think Getze can get you a competent offense. It really just depends on what you do quarterback wise. Are you going to have a, a a pocket presence where you're going to got to stand in the pocket, throw the ball, get it to Devontae, get it to your weapons, get it to Michael Meyer, you know, get it to these guys that you have currently. Cause I think you have a good wide receiver tight end group. Obviously you can play in the draft and in free agency and bring some more pieces in, or are you going to have more of a dynamic dual threat quarterback like your Daniels, which I don't think fits with what Getsy does. So who, who, like I said, we have all off season to talk about where the Raiders are going to go quarterback wise. If they're going to stick with Aiden O'Connell and just try and load them up with weapons, build the offensive line better, you know, get a, I mean, I think you'll, you obviously got white and I, I think Jacobs would be gone, but like I said, we had a good receiver group. We have good tight end group. Let's just get him some more weapons and just give another shot from start to finish. I don't know, but uh, I think it starts from the top. You have a good coach in Antonio Pierce. You know, this will be his first real test. And you got Marvin Lewis there to help mentor him. And Marvin Lewis. And, and supposedly Hugh Jackson, who has has had his share of quarterback, yeah. uh, we'll say, um, quarterback campaigns. As yeah, far so, as it, goes. you know, Luke, Luke Getzey becomes the uh, – the the token white guy on the staff, so it, it's all right. good. I mean, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't uh, I, I just it really I think it all depends on the quarterback and gets he's good with the running backs and you got White and you got you know like I said I don't think Jacobs will be there, but you'll probably draft someone else and you you'll be you'll be all right. You know, well, there's a lot there's a lot of ways to look at it too. So clear things didn't really work out with his, you know, he had a. And you could say that Fields' style of play is, you know, somewhat similar to Daniels. I wouldn't say they're like opposite style quarterbacks. So they're very does, similar. Is right. So is Getzy going to do well with another young, um, you know, because obviously Daniels isn't fresh out the gate, ready to rock. I just think his potential is very high. Um, but is that's also what we all thought about Justin Fields, and maybe his potential is still high. It just hasn't really shown in the last couple of years. 
um, or, you know, what his ceiling is perhaps. So are they going to think maybe Getsy needs to swing with a, with a veteran quarterback and they're going to go and spend a ton of money and, and lure your friend Kirk Cousins away from Minnesota because Getsy has worked with a, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. Like that with an aged veteran in the past with Aaron Rodgers. So who knows? Uh, coach, we got a loaded question that I think you could probably, you've kind of already answered, but also has some draft implication questions there. I'll take whatever Raiders thing we got. Just an observation, but now with KK, that's interesting. I'm glad there wasn't an additional K on there. Cliff Kingsbury, I think you mean, Scott, uh, in Washington. And them holding the second overall pick, could this mean Williams is going there now? And with Getze in Las Vegas now, could that mean a uh, trade for Fields maybe in the works with the Bears to Las Vegas to reunite them? And also with Devontae Adams played for a couple seasons in Green Bay. That would have leave the Bears at the first overall to select with uh, J.D. Mays. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams definitely are tied to the hip, in my opinion. So, Coach, you take the second half of that. I'm just going to say there's no way Justin Fields is going to Las Vegas. Guess he couldn't fix him there. He's not going to fix him over here. I'm not going to put a 100% stamp on it, but I do not see in any – I don't think – and Justin Fields won't really have a choice in the matter at this stage in his career, but he's not going to get to move – He's not going to want to move over to the same guy he was tied with in Chicago. And they fired Getze saying he is the one to blame for uh, the, the debacle. Yeah, you know, so I'll, I'll answer both sides. Uh, I don't totally think there's no possible, there's like the possibility of Fields going to Vegas, I don't think is completely out of the question. I don't know. We don't know what happened. You know, check Iberflus, out for one coach. Yeah, yeah. Iberflus obviously got gifted Justin Fields, right? He's still the head coach. We don't really know if that is what um, is the guy he wanted. And, you know, they weren't <clears throat> playing well. They weren't on the same page. I don't put all that on Getsy. Uh, I think some of that could have something to do with the Eberflus too. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a tough, that's a, that's a tough answer. I, I, I think that there is a possibility because there's rumors out there. Obviously, that's part of the reason why he probably asked the question. Uh, so I don't think that those are totally just out of the blue. Uh, and yeah, I think with Cliff Kingsbury, actually was just talking about this with Brennan earlier today about how um, I think it's inevitable that the Washington will trade up with the Bears. And it'll just be a one flip, one pick switch for the for the Bears. Um, it might give them the opportunity to keep Fields one more year. I think a lot of it comes down to that fifth year option and maybe re-signing him to the long-term deal. Cause you know, like, you know, Baker Mayfield's about to get 40 million plus a year. Are they going to want to pay fields that don't really know, but I think Williams uh, headlining um, in, in Washington makes a lot of sense. Brand new owner trying to get rid of the whole, excuse me, Dan Snyder era and having uh, like a bright, face with all the hype as your new quarterback he went to high school in dc went to gonzaga um and uh i think would bring a lot of attention and uh the potential that nfc east we know is great or yeah the nfc east what am i talking about is is crazy and uh you know uh, just an old school division of football and i think you know getting williams would be a splashy move and i think you know it would i my my idea for a pick for a trade which i told Brendan was this, I would say Washington trades the second pick. Okay. They're going to trade their second rounder. They got from the bears for Montez sweat. They're going to trade a first rounder next year and probably a third, maybe even throw in a, a Terry McLaurin. Who knows? Ooh, uh, get rid of right. Terry, that would, that Terry. would, that would spice it up. You give, you know, you give, you have, you know, Terry McLaurin, uh, potentially Marvin Harrison, Jr. DJ Moore, 
Cole Komet. That's it's a very good offense for for Justin Fields. And, and then gets he might want to go back to Chicago after that. Yeah. One. So, but yeah, man, I, I 1000% agree with you, sir. I think that that is a very likely thing with Cliff Kingsbury going to be the offense uh, of coordinator in DC that uh, Williams ends up there. It's not ending up in, and, in Vegas now. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. So Fields not to Vegas, but what, what Coach and I talked about, and I think I had sent him a mock draft I had seen which we'll, we'll break down in our later episodes this is more about Mr. Getze here, but we did see that trade happening, um, you know, may going to the the Patriots at four and then kind of a run on some of the three. top receivers, maybe after that. Yeah. Three, excuse me. Yeah. And then the Cardinals chargers at four and five and then the Raiders trading up to six for my boy. Jane Daniels. Yes. But coach doesn't think that's a reality. Uh, we had a couple more uh, comments, questions. Uh, Christopher Richmond, if you look at his history before the Bears, he's got potential plus Devontae likes him. Yes, I think Devontae Adams liking Luke Getze and being familiar with him and obviously having a huge numbers with him as the passing coordinator slash QB coach could be alluring. And another longer one from Scott here. Scott, you are really hitting the keyboard tonight. Um, he'll have totally different personnel in Las Vegas to everyone hating on his hires only based on what he did with an absolute dumpster fire of talent. Yep, I agree with that uh, on the Bears' offense side of the ball with one, if not the worst, offensive line in football. Yeah, I can see that. No offensive coordinator could do much with what he had to work with the last couple of seasons. Yeah, but, you know, unfortunately, Scott, when when these kind of things happen, somebody has to, uh, unfortunately, eat the blame. And it seems at this point their organization opted to blame Getze instead of Justin Fields. I personally have a difference of opinion with that whole thing. So, and like Eric and I talked about earlier, we're going to see a, you know, this year – and the last, well, the last couple of years, everyone got to kind of feel it out. Was it Belichick or was it um, Tom Brady? You know, who is the one responsible for all the success? Can the two, you know, function without each other? Yes, Brady obviously won a ring without him. Belichick struggling and now, you know, uh, left of his own accord in New England. So I think it's not as big a deal because neither of them have had any real success. But will, um, will, uh, Fields thrive without Getze and vice versa. Will Getze thrive without Fields when he's in Vegas? So we'll kind of get the, you know, get a more idea of maybe who was to blame in Chicago. Um, do, 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 do. Yes. Um, but, but I, I agree with you on the Chicago was a dumpster fire. No one really could have been successful there until, you know, and they were, and they said they, the last half of the season, they played, they played a lot better and <clears throat> Fields played a lot better and, they seem to get it together. So I, I, I think you got to give Getsy a chance. At least at least give him half the season to, to depending on what he's working with, what he can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean I agree. It's this is the this is the reality of the hire now. So I mean we kind of just have to see what it is. But as uh coach mentioned, it does have, and I think some of our, our people in the comments mentioned, this does have big implications on the draft and free agency kicks off in March. So some future moves there um and as time goes on we're going to get a little bit more clear as things go on and for kind of a timetable reference the panthers made their big trade with the bears last year i think it was like march 10th so obviously we're at february 4th we got a little bit of time senior bowl just ended pro bowl if anyone watched that but now we've got uh the super bowl and then what follows so we'll start to see some more moves that will kind of give us more of an idea um to define um, you know, what's going to happen in, in April with the draft. And Daniel Davidson punched in and said, bring back Versace as OC. I think you mean Versaccio? 
I say this because the amount of respect the team had for him while he was with the Raiders. I'm not sure bringing a special teams coordinator, although Bisacci, everyone did like him. I would almost see him more as like an assistant head coach or back with special teams. Um, you know, the offense did fine under him. It wasn't um, anything groundbreaking. They did make it to the playoffs, so I'll give him that. But um, yeah, yeah. And I, would, I, mean, I, would, I would think Bisacci has got a little bit of a FU towards <clears throat> Mr. Davis. Um, yeah, for how he handled everything, especially yeah. with Antonio Pierce getting to retain the uh, you, know, you learn the from your I mean, you learn tag. from your mistakes, yeah. obviously. But uh, it'd be interesting to kind of you know look at it from a you know a half you know what is it a glass self glass half what? full type mentality is like right. where would where would the Raiders be right now if you never had McDaniel's? You never know. So I mean, you can't. Derek Carr could still be a Raider for all we know. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? I think things would be a lot different. I think McDaniel said you guys back a couple years, but you know, onward and upward. And you just, you got Getsy, you got to roll with them. My thing is like, let's not bring in, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we agree, Daniel. Um, you just agreed with the Chiefs fans, no big deal. Uh, but I think you got to give Get Getsy a chance and don't bring the negativity in already. See how the offseason plays out. See, you get well, I clearly brought the negativity in based on the name of the episode. Yes, um, yeah, well, yeah. It 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 brings it brings brings ears to the episode to hear what we're gonna say. But, but I ask uh, you this: Were you or were you not laughing when you saw that Luke Getzey? Did it strike fear as a Chiefs I, fan? Did it strike fear in your so heart? I was I was laughing because how much you didn't want it to happen and how I told okay. you it was gonna happen, especially after the Cliff right. Kingsbury thing fell through. Uh, you know, our, and our how defense, you told me Tom Telesco was going to be the, the general manager. You yeah, called that yeah, as well. Th things right. are just, you know, uh, so yeah. Coach just telling the future over here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, we're going to go full I mean, on Jimmy Garoppolo next year. Yep. No, Jimmy, Jimmy G better be out. He's gone. Yeah, no, he's long. And I, all right. And I don't want to see Russell Wilson or anything like that. So we're going to talk free agency and all that stuff coming up, but. We just want to break break it down real quick, dispel a couple of rumors out there. So those of you defending the move saying we got because Clint Clint Kubiak, excuse me, was also a possibility. Um, they did not wait. I thought they were gonna wait for the Super Bowl at this point, see how the 49ers go, and then maybe uh maybe you know give give him a chance. And and obviously anyone wants it's like Shanahan Tree, um, you know, and uh and the McVeighs and, and all them. That's that's who people are after. So I was kind of shocked they didn't go with Clint Kubiak. Well, I, I know we're about to be done, but we got, let's say we give us a couple minutes just to discuss this real quick before we, and anybody in the comments can. <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Uh, what is everyone's opinion on Eric Bieniemy and why he's not getting other opportunities? Didn't even get, you know, a, a chance to, it looks like he really to speak with the Raiders about other than maybe brief calls for OC and no head coaching opportunities. Like, what do you think has happened with the enemy? What do you think the reason is? I think he just can't interview. Uh, I think that overwhelms him from some, for some reason. I, I don't know what's going on, but for as much as people thought he was the next big thing, he can't, he can't land a, can't seem to land a job. Right. So I would, I would think that initially it's, Oh, you know, Washington struggled this year. The offense did really bad. Sam Howell wasn't great. I, I honestly thought he had flashes. Um, of of uh, they, they had a they had a. I mean, he got sacked more than I think like David Carr did when he was in the his first year with the Texans, which was like oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, he he led the league in in quarterback sacks. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, so I don't think you can – and Bianami had him playing pretty good for the first half of the season, and then all those sacks and stuff caught up to him. So, I, you know, Bianami, I don't think but it's the, You're right, credit. though. The, the opportunities didn't come before Washington. So clearly something is going on with his interviews, either they're giving too much credit to Reed, to Mahomes. Um, I think you can make the same argument with Bianami with Getze, like, hey, he stunk in Chicago. Why would we want him? Hey, he stunk in Washington. Why would you want him? Well, my argument is that he has a winning history. Um, yeah, the pedigree's there. Get, get, yeah. yeah, the pedigree's there. Um, we want winners in the building. And one of the reasons we like Antonio Pierce so much is, you know, he did his thing with the Giants, so he at least uh, understands. And it's been part of that culture, which is the argument we also thought that Josh McDaniels came from a winning culture. And how did that work? Daniel Davidson, uh, he thinks that Eric Bieniemy's people skills suck, and he is too straightforward in his approach. Usually a straightforward approach is good. Um, and I think in football, sometimes you need to hear – the truth uh, rather than, especially with these guys, some of which can be divas and, and such, you need to hear uh, the truth and the reality of it. Some owners may not like that. You could be right there, Daniel. So who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I think is, I think they just kind of give everyone else um, the success for B enemy or for the chiefs and, and they don't give it to B enemy. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't understand why he's not getting a, yeah, I don't know. All the, <laughs> no OC jobs are open. Um, McDummy sucks. He was trash in Denver. Give Getsy a fair shake. We're giving him a fair shake. We're just breaking down uh, the the public's reaction, our initial reaction. And if you guys uh, haven't you know, figured out, Brennan is very anti Chicago Bears. Everything he gets that from his brother, who's a big Packers fan. I do. Um, That's true. He's just very. He's you know. He's just a very upset raiders fan because yes you guys beat us on christmas congratulations for you know i'm not time. celebrating it anymore you're in, Super Bowl in my, you're like in my stadium but, in your stadium right, our, but, our listeners like celebrate yeah which mm -hmm. is fair but um yeah so i i am very anti-chicago luke getsy is a part of that sorry um like i said if he came right from green bay who looked pretty decent in the playoffs i'd be a, a little more excited about it i'm just not so uh that's what it is i'm not excited about it but he is the offensive coordinator so we're gonna deal with it also Definitely no personal bias. Coach, I think this was before um, you got with the show, but uh, we were in talks with the Packers, and Luke Getze was going to come on the show. This is when he was, because when the Packers mm -hmm. used to be represented on Raiding the Kingdom, which was then uh, Send It Podcast, and um, we had we had a, a plan going forward, and I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's his fault, but Luke Getze uh, ended up not coming on the show, and their media representative... Um, gave me kind of a half ASS answer as to why it wasn't happening. And we had Everybody, a schedule and all. This is the so there, I'm, I may be a little, a little background upset that it, Luke gets his supposed to go on the show. So, I mean, if he wants to come on now and make amends, but he probably won't after he sees the title for this. So that is what it is. But yes, Luke Getze is the offensive coordinator. Uh, well, you know, he. I, I've said it about everybody else because I obviously didn't like, and I'm also as coach and I are both very anti-New England. Didn't want anyone from there over here. Um, you can uh, solve any of my uh, my doubtful, um, you know, statements with winning. So if you win, we're friends. If you don't, we're not. That's kind of how I, I have to operate as a Raiders fan. And we don't win often. So that's how that's going to go. Um, so I think we are good for the night. That is kind of uh, my take on the Luke Etsy thing. Coach is here just to watch the watch. You know, everything's fine. Just watch the flames. Um, but hopefully things go better for us. But we'll see where 
everything kicks off. We got an exciting week coming up with you guys for Coach and his Super Bowl pursuit and his guest coming up. And uh, that's going to be a tune in this week for some more live streams and, and such and uh, Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. And for your last minute ticket deals for the Super Bowl, if you want to go and spend, you know, six months of your mortgages on a one ticket in the upper bowl, use uh, promo code RTK at SeatGeek. Get those Super Bowl bets in. I know Brendan's going to share a prop bet if he hasn't already done it for um, underdog, undercard, <clears throat> underdog, excuse me, promo code RTK. Donate $100. They'll match that $100. Go win yourself some money. Make the Super Bowl worthwhile. Obviously, you're going to be at parties and doing stuff. There's just fun prop bets and stuff and whatnot. So enjoy that. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later this week. That's it. Oh, wait. We have one more comment before we go. Be well, gentlemen. Thanks for the entertainment. Aaron, appreciate that, dude. Appreciate you, man. Tune, tune in in the future, please.